Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, anybody who identifies as anything other than that, I'm Devin Walker. I'm Ashley Perrin. And you're listening to the Goddamn Betsy's podcast. What a week it was. Week two in the books. Preview of week three on the horizon. The Raiders fall hard. The Denver Broncos stink. And so much more went down. And we are here to break it down with you and give you our best bets, our girl dinner bets, our tidbits, our cheat codes, everything that we have acquired through a long, a long, long, lineage of sports gambling so we did it so you don't have to and you're about to get it all right now on episode three of betsy's Well, we're back, and I've been sipping heavy. So if I fumble over my words at all, pun intended, uh, sue me, okay? Can't be worse than the Bears. They stink now, don't they, Ashley? Yeah, but you know what? I knew that was going to happen. I always had it in for my Buccaneers, and I think that these next four weeks are really going to be the test, not even for the Bears, but for the Bucs as well. Um yeah, not a good week to be to be a Bears fan. No, not a good week to be a Bears fan. Not a good week to be a Browns fan, right? The teams that we thought sucked are starting to show us that they do indeed suck. Uh, but there's a couple 0-2 teams that I don't think anybody saw coming. The Chargers, the Patriots, the Bengals. It seems like must-win territory here after week two. Uh I'm not so sure what happened to Joe Burrow. He's your guy. You bet on his astrological sign to win the Super Bowl. What's going on? What's going on with your goddamn boy? Honestly, I'm not worried about Joe Burrow because if you look at last season, they Are started. Are you sure about season. that? I Are am. I'm sure positive. About that? I am positive. Are I you if you look that? at their last season, they went 0-2 their first two games. Now, granted, they suck. I mean, no one on the team is looking good, but and we'll get into it later. I do think that week three will be the comeback of the Bengals. He is nursing a calf injury. I think that might be a little bit of BS to save face with uh, management, but I'm not I'm not worried about the Bengals just yet. They started last year 0-2, went on to finish 12-4, and almost made it to the Super Bowl again. We'll see what happens. You want to know what's weird to me is that I keep – I've been told three different parts of Joe Burrow's leg is injured. <laughs> People are saying it's his ankle. People are saying it's his calf. People are saying it's his quad. I don't yeah. know. It's only a matter of time before a foot and knee get thrown in the mix. What do you know? Are you sure it's the calf? I'm not positive. I saw I mean, no one's positive. No, one no, I, no, I'm not positive. I was yeah, listening no to knows. some podcast or saw something on social media about it was an injury roundup because God knows we've had more than enough for the first two weeks of football. Um, I think in, but you know what? The Bengals were really coy about his injury in the, uh, in the preseason. They never really said anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is. They're continuing to not say anything. It's making, it's leading me to believe that it's more serious than it actually is. Yeah. That's usually the way that it goes, which I will say, I think is the same strategy that is being taken for Odell. 
I haven't heard mm-hmm. anything on how long he's going to be out, what the injury is. I think it's something with his ankle, but I mean, the Ravens just cannot keep their team healthy. It's week two. It's yeah. They're starting it's, lineups halfway on the bench now. Another injury that, uh, you know, no one's going to mistake for not being that severe was Nick Chubb. Oh, so that devastating. was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and unlike Burrow and OBJ, I, well, Chubb's done for the year for sure. Yep. Also, rumors Rogers coming back. We'll get to that shortly. OBJ, Bemzy, as we call Joe, Joe Burrow, Joey Bemzy, uh, they're probably going to be fine. Nick Chubb may never play football again. Yeah, that, that was one of those injuries that that's insane. just insane. You just never want to see it. I saw Shefty post on Instagram um, a picture of Nick Chubb saying, This is beyond football. Please don't post his injury. Please don't go back and watch it. Um, I yeah, was no, brutal. Yeah, I was I was in the air when that game was playing in my Fubo TV. Shout out Fubo because they Shout streamed. Out Fubo. Shout out Fubo. They streamed from Cancun to LAX. Let me tell you, that game was crystal clear, except for the injury. <laughs> except for the injury. And I'm happy it cut out. And I went to replay it. And yeah. I saw that post by Shefty. And I thought, you know what? I'm I'm going to respect respect the player and the game right now. And I'm just not going to go back and watch this injury. But I, I prayers to him. It doesn't matter what team you're on. That's never something that you want to see. Yeah, it's a snuff film of a, of a knee. That's what yeah. it is. The knee's dead. It died. And one of the things I wanted to talk about as we're on the line of injuries, what's going on with the turf? Uh, I, this is something I don't really know much about, and I keep hearing about it. We're trying to ban turf. We want so turf. What's going on? No, no. So here's the thing. So, um, of course, a lot of these football stadiums, if not all of them, have a ton of purposes. It's either hosting football hosting Taylor Swift, whatever it may be, it's never grass field that the players are playing on. And with the expansion of soccer in the U.S., it has raised a question of do we need real grass to play football and will mm-hmm. the absorption of you know hits, balls, whatever it may be, be less <laughs> impactful for players if we're involving actual grass fields? Um, and I think preseason, preseason was littered with injuries. And I thought then, they were playing on grass and most of the, I thought, I, or all you're, so you're saying all fields are turf. I thought it was a combo. I thought it was kind of a combo because I feel like maybe, Gillette's, maybe, I feel like Gillette's gotta be, I feel like Gillette has to be grass. Maybe it is, but it, oh, you know what I think it is? It's <laughs> not, it, it's not a rule from the NFL that stadiums have to have grass fields. Got it. I think that's it. I, so I they can be have turf because some places definitely have turf, but I'm sure some places have grass because yeah, like when you go to Gillette or if you go like if you watch a game uh, in like Cleveland and it's raining, it's a fucking mud pit. Yeah. So yeah. I guess maybe I'm also confused as to what turf is, but uh, you know what? Maybe we throw the throw this question to the listeners, and if anyone wants to clarify, put it in the comments. <laughs> put it in the comments. What's but turf? I, I do know. What's what's going on with the what's going on with the turf debate? We need yeah. to know about turf, we and need we need to know. to know. We also need to know what part of uh, Joey Bemzi's leg is injured. Producer uh, Mike here, everyone. Yeah, Mikey, first time of the show. Welcome, first Mike, to the time. show. 
Oh, he's gonna he's gonna fact check us. That's what's gonna happen. No, I'm not fact checking you. I'm just giving people the information. Fifty <laughs> percent of the stadiums in the NFL are grass. Fifty percent are turf. Based on the 2022 data, the rate of non-contact lower extremity injuries on artificial turf rose to a rate of 0.048 per 100. The corresponding rate on grass was 0.035. Wow, one third less. So one third less. I think the but players you know have what? a point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know what? The NFL Players Association, immediately after, the day after Aaron Rodgers' injury, um, took a stance, a season-long stance, which is we want grass. So... Mm-hmm. We want to be able to a smoke it and b play on it. Yep. And if we can't we have grass. those two things, we're fucking out. All right. <laughs> Good luck. Call last, the replacements in. Last piece of information I wanted to give you guys from 1990 to 2022, 265 teams have gone 0-2 to start the season. 30 of them have made the playoffs, including the 2022 Bengals. So okay. that's an 11 that's an 11 chance to make the playoffs. Could the Bengals do it? Potentially, are they playing with fire and putting themselves way in a hole? Probably also. Maybe they're just a slow start team. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I will say I'm really curious to see what those Super Bowl odds are looking like now. If you're riding with me all season and taking my bets, that's that's not a bad one to revisit after week two. No, absolutely not. And you want to know what? Mike just brought up an amazing point because I'm a big numbers guy, as those of you – who watch me on the challenge have come to realize, right? I'm looking right now and I'm seeing, let's see, we got five in the AFC. We've got 0-2-0-2-0-2-3 in the NFC. Uh, for, for those of you that are on the challenge that are listening, five plus three is eight. Um, so <laughs> that means by the law of averages here with an 11% chance, one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. That's about yeah. that's about one one of eight. Uh, it's it's really you know twelve and a half, but we're it's close enough. We're going to round down in this circumstance. What, what could go right with the Bengals? What could, what could go right? Why not well, the Bengals? Let's t- this poses a very interesting question after week two, and let's get right into this. I'm going to list the teams. Um, it seems like you're steadfast in the camp of the Bengals, but let's take them out for the sake of debate here. Okay, fair. You got the Panthers, the Bears, the Vikings. Then you've got the Patriots, the Broncos, the Chargers, keeping the Bengals out, and the Texans. Of those teams, who do you think has the best chance of making the playoffs right now after an 0-2 start? Well, here's the other thing that I think you have to look at, and that is strength of schedule. Because Mm -hmm. if I'm thinking about some of those 0-2 teams, like the Pats, they have one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. Yep. They, if we're, if we want to talk about refing and that Dolphins game, I don't know Mm. whose side you're on with that. Actually, I think I know whose side you're on. (laughs) Well, I I would be on the side of the Patriots there. But Bill Belichick is pissing me off. Vagina (laughs) neck is starting to pee me (laughs) up, all right? The guy looks like an absolute jerk off. And the thing is, you can only get away with being that much of a curmudgeon if you're winning <laughs> Super Bowls. All right. And he's yeah. not right now. And it's wearing thin on everyone in New England because I'm my ears to the street out here. All right. And people are not happy with Bill. They're not happy with his goddamn outfits. 
They're not happy with his stupid knacker, his little butthole mouth, and they're not happy with the way the Patriots are playing. Okay, Bill, I know you're listening to this because you listen to the media a lot. You're stinking up the place. Get your head out of your crusty butthole and win a goddamn game. All right, back to you, Ashley. What own two teams making the playoffs? Um, honestly, Bengals. Fine. I, I, okay. I, I, no, 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 no. We're taking the Bengals out for, for for argument's sake. I, my heart wants to say the Chargers, but I am so disappointed, and not I'm disappointed in the Justins. Mostly though. Justin Herbert. I think that Justin Herbert mm. is within an organization that is willing to and has continually, continually set him up for for success. I don't know that I can say the same about Justin Fields and um, the Bears, mm -hmm. but I the Bears are out. Like, the Texans the are, out. are out. The Bears the are Panthers out. The Texans are out. Cardinals are out. The Panthers um, are out. The Panthers, the Panthers are out. The Panthers suck. Well. So that, that the NFC us, South, the NFC South, I, I don't think I know it that it leaves they us are... with four teams. It leaves us with four teams, and there's not room enough for two because we know that we're even stretching one of these teams making it with the 11% over the last X amount of years. So there's no way two of them are going to make it, right? So it's got to be one. And if we're taking the Cardinals and the Bears and the Panthers out, all NFC teams, by the way, if you play in the NFC, you fucking hit the lottery because the NFC sucks. So uh, I personally am going to take the Broncos out as well. Yeah. And that's going to leave us the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Bengals. And it's like, I don't know, of those teams, who's got the best chance? You probably take the Pats out. And I think you take the Pats out. I think you take he, the Pats out. And even though you're – Mike's not going to like that he's got a lot of futures no, in the not. Pats playoffs. So many futures, actually. Uh, a man we won't mention has stopped – allowing him to bet on the Patriots. <laughs> All right. If you're listening to this nameless man, <laughs> you're done. Yeah, there we'll, he is. We'll recap all of my Patriots futures in a moment, but you really think out of who are the teams we're talking about, the Pats, the Chargers and the Bengals that the Pats have the least choice. You're going to take Brandon Staley to write the ship over Bill Belichick. He's proved absolutely nothing. Guys, it's a really good point, and unfortunately, this is really coming back around to to Ashley's point again. Yeah, because when I, I look at those two divisions, right? Yeah, I look at those two divisions. They're they're two of the strongest divisions in football. I mean, my Raiders are not good. Let's just be realistic. Here. There's no way the Pats make it past the Dolphins. That's just not happening. It, it's the, and Dolphins, the Dolphins are going to the playoffs. It's yeah. the Dolphins and the Bills, and then it's and then it's uh, the Chiefs. Right. And in, in standing in your way, uh, as well as who else do we have there? Uh, as well as the Raiders right now at one and one. So Chargers leaning Chargers there for me. The Bengals, yeah. the Steelers are atrocious. The Browns are atrocious and the Ravens are notorious late season choke artists. Yeah. So I, I I agree that it's probably the Bengals, but I want to lean Chargers because I picked them to to win that division. I'm going to go over my Pats futures with you real quick, and then I'm going to make my argument for why I think they're the most likely okay. to turn around. Okay, so we've got 200 plus 5,000. Place this, I think, before the draft even. 200 <laughs> to win 10,000. 
200 to win 1300 pats afc east champs plus 650 and then last week we sprinkled a little bit more and we got plus 7000 on the super bowl 100 to win 7000 pats afc champs plus 825 100 to win 825 also i will let you know i have I like that you're using our unit yeah i have a pats celtics championship parlay here we go 100 dollars to win eighteen thousand. cash it folks jason tm's gonna be on a mission bill belichick for as annoying as he's been the first two weeks here's my argument i'm gonna make this argument real quick and then i'll let you guys take it i've got a counter the dolphins, the dolphins honestly they don't really scare me because we kept them in check this past week. It, it stayed within one score and the Patriots offense did even play in the first half. They've got a really good defense. It's only going to get better. The bills, as we've talked about in this podcast, I just don't think they're that good this year. I think that they had their window. It's passed. Has Josh Allen owned us? Yes. But bills made this defense a little bit faster. I really just believe in the defense and if we can just stop turning the ball over and score a couple points in the first half, then I think the Pats will be okay. This happens every year with the Pats. Like the first That's four weeks is an extension of the offseason. Bill's true. trying to get the team to coalesce. So, like, I don't really make a judgment on them until four to six games in. They're going to kick the shit out of Zach Wilson this week. Put some money on that, folks. I was about to ask you, I was about to ask you where you're at with the Patriots. You're taking a money line, you're taking them spread. Where are you at with them? I'm going to take the money line all day against the Jets. Zach Wilson's going to need to show me something. In New York. In New York. In New York. Yeah. Um, Okay. I'll stop talking now, but I just want to make my case for my guys. And you know what? Brandon Staley, moron. Joe Burrow. I don't know. Something's up. Something's up. And I don't think that they can. He got engaged. He got the bag. He doesn't need football anymore. He can't just keep coming back from these 0-2 holes and like going deeper in the playoffs. But you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You want to, you want to know what I think happened? I don't think it's a calf. I don't think it's an ankle. I don't think it's a quad. I think he hurt his dick. I'm going to say it right (laughs) now. I think Bemzy's got a hurt dick and he cannot battle back. Adam does the do not pump list. Yeah. He hasn't been pumping. She got the ring and said, that's it for you, buddy. Kid hurt his dick, broke his dick. They're like, oh, he's his leg. Something happened to his leg. No, no, no. Joe Burrow broke his dick. You heard it here first, okay? You're not fooling anyone. It keeps – notice how it keeps moving. It was an ankle, then it was a calf, then it was a quad. They're leading us with breadcrumbs towards the actual area of injury. Joe Burrow broke his dick. You heard it here first. Before we move on from this conversation – I'm I'm going to challenge Mike in an NFL NBA parlay, and I think Mike knows what's coming. Oh God, so do I. You want to say it? Or you want me to say it? Let's hear it. I want to I want to hear Devin say it. I want to see if Devin. Devin well, obviously she's going to take the fucking Dolphins in the Heat. Duh, South Florida Duh. girl. It's Duh. obvious. And and that's going against mm-hmm. my Buccaneers, who I know I'm not an idiot. I know they're not going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make me a Dolphins fan? Absolutely not. But if it means that for a second year in a row, I get to have a win over the Celtics and maybe now the Pats, I'll just piggyback onto the Dolphins for that sweet satisfaction. 
All right. So this okay, is the way we can do this. I know how we can. I know how we can structure this. I know how we can structure this. <laughs> For each playoff win by a football team, that's one point. Okay. For each series win by a NBA team, that's a point. A buy counts as a point. Okay. If you don't play in the NBA or in the NFL, that means you were good enough to skip the first week. That counts as a win. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a single game is a, is a point for the Patriots or Miami, including a buy. And a single series win is a victory for the Celtics or the Heat. And the teams that have the most combined points wins this bet. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it in, in a very scared fashion. And I'm not, scared, <laughs> I'm not scared about the Pats actually. I know. I know. I, this don't, about think two, I don't even think two is going to make it to the playoffs. I hope he does. I, the guy's been playing great. He's unbelievable, but like, that's a very precarious situation that he's in. And then the thing that makes me more afraid is the heat, because as long as Jimmy Butler's on that team, I don't know if Tatum and Brown have the cojones to take him out. They should, because they have more talent now that they have Porzingis. But I do think with the NBA, like Lillard's going to get his way. Lillard's going to get his way. He's going to end yeah. up on the heat. And then once they have that, they're probably going to be good enough to go toe to toe with the Celtics. But here's the last point I'll make. And I know we're not in the NBA season yet, but we will be talking about this in the Betsy's pod in a month from now. The Heat, I will never bet against Jimmy Butler. That man is an absolute savage. Or but, Coach Spo. I mean, Coach Spo. Fuck both those guys. I'll bet against them right now. Heat don't make the playoffs. Fuck them. Heat are making the playoffs. Here's, fuck the here's Heat. The, Here's the problem. The problem is that even if the Heat beat the Celtics, they're not going to beat the Joker, and he's going back to the finals. My prediction for the NBA, again, this is going down a little bit, is either Celtics Nuggets or Celtics Lakers. Lakers are stacked. Well, let's get back to the NFL. Okay. We'll put a pin in it because I would love to revisit that at a later date. Put a pin in it. Put, put a, a bun on it. Put a bow on it. Put a bun on it. What am I even saying? Put a if bun we don't stop, if we don't start talking about the bets that we're gonna make, or more importantly, the bets that we're never gonna make again, because I have two more additions to my do not bet list, I'm gonna be hammered by the end of this podcast. So we have to speed it up. All right, Tune let me let me jump in with one to get us back okay. on track. Okay. Um, we're talking about numbers. We're numbers people here. It was a ridiculous week for teams that are mid, so to speak. We had two overtime games. Almost yep. every single game against, you know, a not powerhouse team, the over hit, and then some. So I'm curious to see where that goes because week one for the over at the very least was very underwhelming. And mm -hmm. week two was not. Uh, that Lions game, holy shit. Yeah. Insane. Well, yeah. they've they scored 60. No, they scored 80 points last year when they played each other. They scored Is Seahawks. They, I forgot about that. Seahawks Lions scored 80 points. I think it was 45-42. Um, yeah, that game that, that game's notoriously a shootout. I and we'll get into this shortly, 
because we've got a we've got a mid team uh, on Thursday night in mm-hmm. the Giants. Mid, mid is a compliment. Mid's a compliment, and it's without Saquon Barkley, and I'm fucking obliterating the Niners. But we'll we'll get that we'll get to that shortly because, and this is a good transition. The Giants are on my do not bet list. So are the Jets. So are the Panthers. There's two new additions. The Browns are dog shit. And the Broncos broke my heart for the last time. I'm I'm over it. They are abusive. They are cruel. They have gaslit me. They are toxic. And I am over it. I'm done with it. Never again. I don't care how handsome they are. Okay. I don't care how good they lay it down. I am out. You're not taking me to dinner, even if you pay. All right. You're not taking me to drinks. I'm not going anywhere with the Broncos anymore. I'm over them. Mark my words. I will never bet on the Broncos again. They're dead to me. I'm I blocked them in my phone. It's over. As a as a a woman in her 30s, I know better than to trust a team that opens their season with an onside kick. So <laughs> Should have known. I can't say I'm surprised. I am the so sorry. The amount of red flags. <laughs> oh, the amount of red flags, Broncos, you fucking bastards. <laughs> God damn it. They're brutal. Uh, uh, I almost feel bad for Russell Wilson. Oh, God. What a bust. But yeah, we'll get to what, it. We'll get what to a it. Dirt ball. Uh, hold on. Before we move on here, I want to, because we, we do need to move on. Are you calling for. Are you calling for my for car to get replaced by Jameis Winston? No, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm misreading this. This is what I think. This is what I think. Okay, okay. I think got my, it, got I it, think my, it. I think my boy Jameis, because he is my boy. I'm a Florida State alum. Was there during the Jameis Winston championship era? Bucks fan for life, and he got drafted. Obviously, as we all all know, overall mm. number one. I also defended him during his interception era, which is absurd, but I did. I think, not to quote Cam Newton, I think that he is better. There, You can't tell me that there are 32 starting QBs that are better than James Winston. And I think one of those QBs is Zach Wilson. I think that it would make for a very, very, very interesting Jets season. Maybe not if they're thinking that Aaron Rodgers could make a playoff return. But I think it would make for a very interesting Jets season if they acquired Jameis as their QB1 while Rodgers is injured. Reason being is because Carr's got it. He's got it on lock. They had uh, what's-his-face, mm. the biggest fraud in the NFL, uh, Taysom Hill, yeah. run the ball, close out the game last night. Um, you think Taysom Hill's the biggest fraud in the NFL? <sighs> kind of. I mean, he, what, got in what sense? Massive, he got a massive, 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 massive deal. He, he just – he's like – he um, plays special teams. He plays tight end, and he plays quarterback, and no one can tackle him. He's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, but like he's like Tim first, Tebow gone right. Yeah, but like for the first two weeks of the season last year, he was missing. He was another elusive injury. Elusive injury. No one wanted you think to say he how hurt long. His dick? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? He got paid. He got paid, and then he was hurt. I'm seeing a pattern. And he hurt his dick. It's a tale as old as time. <laughs> I'm seeing a pattern, oh, but I do man. think I do think Jameis. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, these boys. you can't tell me that there are 32 starting quarterbacks that are better than Jameis Winston. And I think 
the Jets acquiring Jameis would be incredibly interesting. I think that it would be a slow start. He would have a disadvantage because he didn't get preseason, but that is a staff team. And I think that he has made a lot of improvements, both in his game, personally, his vision. The man underwent LASIK eye surgery. He's running. Yeah, he had whatever. He had whatever. uh, I don't know if it's 10, 20 or 2010 or whatever it is, but whatever you see, whatever a normal person with 20-20 vision sees from 20 feet away, Jameis had to be 10 feet away to see it. And he played. Yeah. And he threw, you know. 55 interceptions in a season. Yeah. But he also also threw over 55 touchdown passes and 5,000 yards. You know, he's he's a gunslinger. I'll give him that. And he is he's good. And as a Knowles fan, I'd like to see him play, but I don't want to see him play over Derek Carr. And I don't want to see the Saints give him up because as we've seen this NFL season be riddled with injuries, my futures bet on the Saints, which is heavy, it's the heaviest Mm -hmm. bet I have all year could potentially ride on the shoulders of Jameis Winston. And I don't think that the Saints are in a position to trade him for what? A seventh-round draft pick? No one gives a fuck about that. The Jets are fucked. They're either pulling someone out of retirement or they're taking a quarterback that was waived. Those are their options. It's to take a a waived quarterback that doesn't know the offense and bring them in with a shot and a prayer with someone like Bailey Zappi. Shout out Bailey Zappi. Great guy. Uh, doesn't know the offense, right? But yeah. would have a chip on his shoulder for being waived from New England. I'm sure about that. And you put him with that offense, he's probably better than Zach Wilson. But again, with that being said, those are your options, or you bring someone out of retirement. Otherwise, it's Zach Wilson's football team because you're not, no one's going to give up, no one's going to trade their viable backup quarterback. It's not about That's what true. he wants, it's about what the team wants. No one's going to trade the vi- a viable backup quarterback to replace him with who a third string guy that they don't really believe in, under the assumption that if their starting quarterback goes down, as we've seen many quarterbacks go down, as I called actually on this podcast last week with our boy from the Colts, it happens all the time, and you may yeah. need that guy to plug in for two or three weeks to get you to a playoff berth, and that's why I don't think Jameis Winston's going anywhere. Well, and I guess to that point, with all the injuries that we've seen, it is the Saints. Now that you make that point, maybe I'm changing my stance, which is that maybe the most valuable player to have right now on a team is a backup quarterback. Is the backup quarterback? So maybe James will get his shot and he will fulfill your hefty Saints bet. I just want to see him. I want to see him play. Can we all agree though? Can we all agree though that if even somehow the Jets were able to make the playoffs? You cannot win a playoff game with Zach Wilson, correct? Correct. Correct. So if you're the Jets, 2024, you've got a second round pick and the third round pick, considering the talent on this team, because I take your point, Devin, that Jameis is very valuable, but would you not accept a second or a third rounder for Jameis? And if you're the Jets, you're in win-now mode. You've already spent so much money on this roster and accumulated all this talent. Why would you not trade that? I mean – Zach Wilson's just a complete liability. You just need someone who can play quarterback functionally and score some points. Maybe Jameis has learned that, but I know that Zach can't do that. So you you want a game manager though, if you're going to be, so I agree with what you're saying, but in my opinion, you want a game manager in this moment. You don't want Jameis Winston, who's going to try to throw five touchdown passes and likely throw three interceptions. That's I I don't think that's the fit for the Jets. I think honestly, the the move the Jets should have made in the offseason was for Jimmy G. Yeah. 
Yeah. I they agree. they took a gunslinger opportunity in Aaron Rodgers to get him in the last wave of his career. I thought for a long time those two boys should have been switched. I wanted to see Aaron Rodgers back with Devontae Adams in, in Vegas, and I wanted to see Jimmy G with the Jets because Brees Hall touched the ball five times. Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of that team, and this is what Zach Wilson should be doing, if if you are not giving Brees Hall the ball 25 times a game, you are fucking up. Yeah. So if they're not calling his number and you're reading the defense, you need a quarterback that's confident enough to audible out of the play and hand it off to the best player on the team. And Brees Hall, Hall is the best offensive player on that team. Hot take. But he not is get, not Garrett Wilson. He is so. a stud. Garrett Wilson requires someone else to throw him the ball. True. Listen, true. the Jets are fucked. They're about to be really fucked this week because the Patriots are going to beat them. But last thing I want to say in this subject matter, can we stop with the clickbait with Aaron Rodgers coming back? He's not coming back. Playoffs? It's not going to happen. The guy's 40 years old. No. no. The record is Cam Akers at 5.5 months, and the guy was fucking 22 so also like, another Florida State alum because we know how to crank him out. Let's go. Shout out Knowles, um, baby. Let's go, like, Rogers. Rogers is going to be lucky if he ever plays, plays again, again, much yeah. less next year. Like the guy's four years old. Achilles are brutal to come back from. Ton of rehab. So unless. Like, unless. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> he, takes a, he, he takes a, he takes a trip. Or he takes yeah. a trip down south, rubs some ayahuasca and dirt in it, and is ready to go. Well, yeah, there's two options there. You could take the holistic route. You could take the uh, what is cyborg route. Jeremy All right. Jones. On that note, we need to we need to move into uh, recapping last week's bets. This is going off the rails. Before we hop into the bets for the upcoming week, uh, Devin, let's just recap. Your bets from last week, one by one. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay, I don't know where are they. <laughs> I don't know where they are. Okay, all right. So, to add injury to insult, it wasn't enough for me to say I went zero and three. We now need to go through the bets that I lost. Uh, I had the Packers, Saints, Chargers, Cowboys, Broncos money line parlay at plus eight forty. Uh, that went two for five. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't even go 50% on my parlay there, but it was plus 840. I also had a six point teeter, uh, teeter, teeter. <laughs> fumbling. <laughs> I, I, I'm teetering. Uh, I had a, I had a six point teaser with the Raiders, Ravens, Bears, Bucks, under, and the Cowboys. Now, this was a little bit closer. The Raiders fumbled the bag and got blown out by the Bills. Uh, that was a plus 250, and the Raiders choked at 15 and a half. If you ask me to make that bet again, I probably do. Um, and you want to know what? <laughs> Spoiler alert, I'm going to again. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the final recap is Eagles-Vikings under, which did not hit. Broncos money line, which did not hit. Browns money line, which did not hit. So uh, I went I went over three and I had a parlay that went over three and a parlay with that went two for five and a teaser that went three for four. Now, if you add all those up, let's do some quick math. Uh, let's see. 
that would be two for eight. And then uh, you also have a three of four in there. So I went five for 12, uh, given teasers and parlay picks. Uh, now, five for 12 is not going to win you any money in the NFL. So I'm going to go back to the drawing board, and I'm going to pull my head out of my ass instead of telling <laughs> Belichick to do it. And I'm going to make you guys some money this week, okay? And that's what I came here to do, and that's why you're here listening. Or because you think one of us is hot. Um, <laughs> the only one. It can't, it can't be both. It can't be both. <laughs> it can't be both. This is the only two reasons you came to this podcast. Because <laughs> you want to make money or you think one of us is hot. So do the math and tell us in the comments which one that is. <laughs> and that's the recap of last week's bets. But you want to know what? It wouldn't be an episode of Betsy's if we didn't hit everyone with their favorite goddamn segment. It's named after my co-host. And it's where we talk about week three because we're over week two. It's in the goddamn past. We've changed the format. I'll explain it when we get back. But first, first in prep. Yeah, throw it back. You're going to need it for this one. Typically, the first and prime music is longer than that. Um, wasn't really ready for it. Okay, so here's the deal. We've been workshopping first and prime. The first one took uh, right around 36 minutes. We had to whittle that down. It still feels long. So here's the new format, right? We're going we're gonna to get our week three takes kind of in order like we're organizing a drive right? So first down, second down, third down, fourth down. What do you do on first down? I don't know, maybe a little bit something conservative. I'm not sure. You want to get positive yards. Second down, what do you want to do? You want to get to third and short. Third down, you need a first down, right? We're going to need a winner there. And then fourth down, because you didn't get it on third down, because maybe you didn't pick a winner, you need a winner, right? Are you guys understanding that? You're following that? So we're going to go first down, second down, third down, Fourth down, just like they do in the NFL. The segment's called First and Pren. It's the first time we've done it like this. Ashley, you're going to start. You're going right through your list. You're going to rip right through your list. First down, hut, hut, hike. <laughs> All right, guys. So I'm starting off with the Chargers and the Vikings. Devin's got his do not bet list. Mine's mm-hmm. mine's a little more fluid, but I will say I am so disappointed in the Vikings. I am even more disappointed in the Chargers. I am not touching this game with a 10-foot pole. I wanted to look at this game and, and pick a money line, but both have such a miserable start. Chargers are dealing with some, some key injuries. Um, I'm not touching this game. If I mm-hmm. were to touch it, if I were to touch it, I'm always going to take the younger, hotter, more athletic QB. And that's, that's right. And that's Justin Kirk Herbert. Cousins. Oh, <laughs> and that's Justin Herbert. Okay. I misread even that. I do, even though I do, I do I love Kirk. That. I do love Kirk Cousins. But I, I feel like this is going to be a shit game. This is going to be a pivotal game for either team. However, it's not going to be one that I'm betting on. If I do, maybe I'll add this to my live alerts and I'll, and I'll double down on Justin. But I'm not touching this. I'm not touching this bet. First down, I don't need it. I'd like it, but we're moving mm-hmm. to second down. Mm-hmm. Even as long though, as there's not an offsides penalty, there you go. You should be fine. Yep. 
Right. Got it. Second down. Um, I think the Ravens are running out of luck quick. I know that they're playing a QB less Colts this week, but questionable. It was, it was, uh, Richardson isn't, isn't coming back. Is it, is it questionable? Maybe Richardson, he's back. Richardson is questionable. I called this last week and I said, if he takes even a marginal hit to the head, he's yeah. going to be on the sideline now. I, and I don't mean to cut you off here, but I'm just, I want to get my, my little hot take out here for the betters and for the fantasy players. He will not play this week. He no, is questionable. Yeah. He is yeah. questionable, but he will not play this week. They will not risk a third head injury that will sideline him for the season as it did to a last year. So yes. Yes. Move on. So in that sense, whoever, I don't even know who their backup QB is, but I don't think it's necessarily someone. Gardner Minshew. Oh, it is Gardner. It's oh. Minshew. It's oh. our guy. Oh, you know yeah. what? Then I'm, I'm doubling down even harder on this, which is yeah. I think the Ravens run out of luck in week three. Now, let me say something about the Ravens. I come from a background of a lot of 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 Baltimore strong people and I want to see the Ravens do well I'm genuinely rooting for Lamar Jackson and mm-hmm. I love the coach um so wire I was want, a great show I, I I don't want to have the stance but I have to be true to the listeners I've got to be true to my thought process and I think the Ravens run out of luck in Week three, I think that they lose to the Colts. Um, I hope to God that they don't have. I hope. I hope to God they don't have any more injuries. I I think they run out of luck. I think they run out of luck. They just squeezed by a very poor Bengals team this week. Just squeezed by. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. They lost OBJ. Not, not thirty minutes ago. You told our listeners to double down on a Bengals Super Bowl. I'm getting there. And you're now now using a win over that team and saying the Bengals stink. Take the Colts with Gardner Minshew. Okay, here's here's my argument. Because the the Bengals almost made it to the Super Bowl last year. They went 12-4 and after an 0-2 season start. So... I still believe in the Bengals that same breath, but they're just as shitty in week two as they were last year. And the Ravens barely squeezed by in the process. OBJ is out. They don't know if he's coming back this week. If I'm a betting woman, which I am, I'm not saying, I'm not thinking that he's coming back in week three. Just for the record, the Ravens never trailed in that game. They had complete control from the beginning. They never trailed in that football game. Sure. That, that game sure. was not close. That game was not close. If it wasn't for a garbage touchdown with three minutes left, the Bengals lose by 10, double digits, absolute blowout. Mind you, they, they were favored by three and a half, and they lost by a field goal. So they blew a Vegas line out by six and a half points. Let's not let's just be realistic here. I understand what you're saying, but you're doubling down on the on this Raven stink thing. And I and I'm gonna be I'm gonna warn you, Ashley, and I'm gonna warn our listeners. It's getting a little emotional on second down. Okay. You're putting a lot. You're put you're taking a shot early here. Okay. You're taking a shot early on second down, and it's leading you to third down. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But uh 
All right, well, let's well, get now, let's get to third down. Now my third down is is just as emotional, and that is the return of the Bengals <laughs> in week three. <laughs> God I do think I did, they turned it around in week three of last year. <laughs> They're gonna turn it around this season. This season. This season. This you week. are a pinball. <laughs> you, you are listen, all listen. over the place right now. It doesn't have to make sense. It just has I to respect work. it just has to make money. If you want to know what, and that might be our motto, Betsy's <laughs> podcast. It doesn't have to make sense. It just has to make money. Listen, it's really I get good. I get I get I'm erratic. It's organic. What's it, it mean? It doesn't matter. It's provocative. It doesn't All right, matter. So you're on so you're on so you're on Bemsey. I You're on Bemsey against the Rams. I am. I am. And yeah. Keep in mind I this am. is third down. You need this. I know. You love Bemsey against the Rams? You don't have to love something and also need something, but I do need this. So <laughs> save that for the girl dinner bet. Oh no, my girl dinner bet is 10 times worse than this. It's <laughs> it's it's bad. But I think I think that the first couple weeks of the NFL season are always a little wonky. You're still getting your footing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's just deep down. I just want Joe. First day of a festival, well. figuring out where the where the cigarette sure. tents are, where the where the good music tents are, where the good porta potties are, yeah, where know. the good porta potties are. Figuring yeah. out, yeah, no, I get and I get that, you know, and I do get that. Yep. So that's actually a really good metaphor. First few weeks of the NFL season are like the first day at a festival, mm-hmm. and. If is, you don't come fun. correct and do your research <laughs> in those weeks, you're going to have a fucking tough weekend. Yeah, you also, really are. You, just, you really can't take it too seriously. Like you're going to get your face ripped off that first day at the festival. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't let it affect the rest of the experience. Mm-hmm. Just have a good time. And I feel like everyone forgets this about the NFL. Every first four weeks, with the elimination of preseason camp, like – the elimination of OTA is like it's getting sloppier. So these teams yeah. are all getting it together, and people just love overreacting in the first four weeks. Yep, yep. Yeah, and and maybe I'm overreacting. Who knows? I I don't. I don't. But maybe you know you're what? underreacting. Maybe it's a never thought bit. about that. Maybe you're underreacting. <laughs> you ever thought about that? <laughs> you ever thought about that? Ever I know it's not the line, but yeah. it works. It, it, I it. look just like that guy. <laughs> I'm, I look more. This haircut's got me looking just like that guy. We're gonna I need keep, a side by side of him sure and Devin. That? Are you sure about that? That guy. I look just like that guy. It's fucking stupid. All right, it's but you fourth know what? I will down, say friend. this. It's fourth down. I will say this. If the Bengals do come back this week and they finally get a win, I am posting left and right next week's podcast about that. Okay, hold on. Here's the thing. If you're gonna set us up like that, you gotta come with something better than I'm boasting on next week's podcast. No, okay. I'm like, like you're gonna do what? You're gonna boast? Okay, great, perfect. All right, you, let's you, see. You, you need to do something. If the Bengals come back, oh, I know, I know what I'm gonna get do. A win, I know what I'm gonna do. You're gonna do what? I know it's what not I'm gonna, gonna be do. boast. I know what I'm gonna do. If if Fair. if I am correct on the Bengals coming back in week three. I will sport my 2022 Super Bowl custom shirt that I got made, which says Big Dick Joe on it with a Bengals logo. I will wear that next week if they come back. 
I really hope that no one from my job is watching this. But if so, you're welcome for the entertainment. And if they lose, you have to get a new shirt <laughs> that says Broke Dick Joe. <laughs> Honestly, I'll because do it. it will be I, will, official. I will do it. I will because, do it. Because it will be official at that point. Yeah. That he okay. has broke his dick. All right. Fair. And that's the truth. Sex sells. Sorry, everyone that works with Ashley. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah, really sorry. feel bad for you all. Sorry, sorry everyone. Also, <laughs> all right. Let's never mind. Moving on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Fourth okay, down. Fourth down. Fourth down. You know it's going to happen. You have no doubt. You absolutely need this. Pass Nina win. Perfect storm for the Patriots. They're playing against an ego batter and bruised Zach Wilson, and even more batter and bruised. Team ego, the Jets. Mm -hmm. um, we've got Aaron Rodgers saying he's going to come back for the playoffs. That's not happening. He's Pats not. win. They need it. Mac Jones is fired up. The fans are fired up. Bill Belichick might not be as fired up. People are a little pissed off with him from what I hear from Devin. But Pussy I, think neck. The Pats, <laughs> I think the Pats get a win in week three. Fair enough. You better hope they fucking do that Philly surge. Also, hold on. I can't believe I just called it that. Is anyone else irritated that they're calling it the Philly surge? And it's like the classic Tom Brady QB sneak that he did for literally 14 fucking years in New England. Probably converted on 85% of third and ones and fourth and shorts. It's insane to me that they're now saying that that this is a Jalen Hurts at Philadelphia Eagles thing. It is not a Jalen Hurts Philadelphia Eagles thing to QB sneak the ball at the fucking half yard line. You jackass Eagles fans. I know I picked you to pick that to win the NFC. You're starting to piss me off. Tom Brady did that for 20 years with an 85% success rate. 14 years, I said earlier, because after the knee injury, they shied away from it for a little while. But throughout a 20 plus year career, he probably, I want to get the numbers on it. He probably did an 85% success rate. It's Tom's move. It's not Jalen Hurts' move. Moving on. Yep. This is my first in print, all right? It's first down. And I don't have a prediction here. I got something to say. <laughs> here, here we go. We've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it again. It's safe. It's a safe convo, but it's absolutely necessary. It is a must win for the Pats, the Bengals, and the Chargers. Yep. And what I'm adding to that, right now and i'm coming up with this on the spot and i don't know what the odds are going to be because i haven't looked at them yet but i might i might place this bet live in this podcast right now pats Bengals, chargers money line fuck it i will i will i will take that bet i'm i'm pulling it up right now even gonna, though i I'm said gonna, i wouldn't touch the chargers and and vikings i think we don't need the magic to do what is we in say. the parlay yeah, magic we don't. Is in the yeah, we do not need to do what we say in this podcast. We just have to say stuff. That's all we need to do. And I'm going to get this up, and I'm going to cue it up, and I'm going to fire on it right now, literally live on the podcast. Chargers money Tom line. Brady's Tom Brady's success Pants. rate on QB sneaks throughout his career. Not counting the Bucks because he stopped doing this on the yeah. Bucks. Thank you. Thank 80, you. Don't count the box. 82% conversion percentage on yep. your back. And what, I, and what I say, 85? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. The NFL needs yeah. a new hero. That's what it is. They need a new hero. 
It's true. Really Bengals. Someone else. Guys, I got real good news for you. What's the line? It's plus four fifty nine. So I thought about this exact get right zero and two parlay. Wait, oh. you're calling it the get right get parlay? right zero and two parlay? I no, love we that. have to do it. Yeah, but here's the thing. We have to do it. The get right 0-2 parlay. Put it we on We have to do it. The thing that really, really scares me about it is the fact, <laughs> the fact that the that Char- accepted the Chargers are playing the Vikings. So big exactly. brain, galaxy brain. Yeah. What part of we lose that bet it will be because the vikings beat the chargers you can take that to the bank the Bengals and the pats will win but okay hold on the, hear me maybe out we play it from, maybe we play oh. it from both ways do it from both ways we can't yeah, lose yeah, yeah we can't lose play it, play it both angles we can't lose yeah. <laughs> all right no. all right so, all much, right. so, so, Devin, so what Devin we do taking, yeah, yeah so what okay. we do is we go pat Bengals, vikings in a mm-hmm. teaser in a three-leg teaser, mm-hmm. and we and we give ourselves a chance to thread the needle. Because that <laughs> way a completely different language to me. <laughs> no, okay. So we go, so we go Pats, we go Pats, Bengals, Vikings. Excuse me. We go Pats, Bengals, Chargers mm-hmm. in a money line parlay. Okay. Then we go Pats, Bengals, Vikings in a seven-point teaser. Ah. So mm, if the Pats and the Bengals are going to win outright, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? But they can still lose, and we would still win one of the bets. But they're going to win anyways. And then we've got an eight-and-a-half-point window that the Chargers can win by to win both bets. It's genius. Here's the thing, yeah, though. Yeah. I the mean, I'm, I'm down. I'm it's down. called threading the needle. And I'm going to do it. Mark this at home, kids. Next week, we'll revisit this. Anytime someone tells you that the plan is absolutely going to work and there's nothing wrong with it, something is going to go wrong. It Mm-mm. will fail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Guys, God. for the record, it's only first down. And which is weird, <laughs> which is weird because I just threw an absolute dot 25 yards down the middle on play action. And it's still first down, but technically it's second down because it's first and friend. Um, but what I what I just did is that I caught the defense off guard. I went quick count. I got to the line. I ran a play action. They thought I was going to do something stupid. Pivot, dot over the center. All right, corner post. They thought we were going to run a post corner. We ran a corner post. Okay, Gronk, fucking option route. Get familiar. <laughs> Moving on. Number two still isn't a bet, but it's kind of a bet because it's going to influence take. your bets. It's a take. take. It's a piece of information that you're going to want to listen to. We got lots of weather expected for Sunday across the nation. Check the weather reports before you make your bets. And if the weather's bad in your outdoor stadium, bet the under. We have seen this time and time and time again. Week one is a prime example. Do not bet overs in bad weather games. I know what you're thinking. The turf, the defenders can't react. It's easier for the receiver to make a move so they know where they're going. The, the, the defense has to react to them. Throw all of that out the window. 
the defensive line of these football teams have gotten so good in the time to release the ball has gotten so quick yep. that you need to be absolutely dialed. If there is a fractional marginal percentage influence on your rhythm as a quarterback, like weather can do your shit is off. I'm actually, this- I'm actually going to agree with you on this one. And even if we're looking at this season alone, let's let that atrocious Browns Bengals game be a prime example. Horrible Correct. weather. Correct. Under hit. Terrible game. Bad Bengals game. got blown out. Bad game. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Bad game. The one play, the one, the the one instance that this backfires on you is defensive touchdowns. Strip sack fumbles, pick sixes, that type of shit. But if you're playing the odds, those things are not going to happen. So just before you make your bets, and this is a good, this is a good second down piece of information. Before you make your bets, check the fucking weather because it's going to be brutal this weekend all across the nation. Our great nation of the United States of America. Okay. And I do believe we are the, the greatest country on earth. And if you have a problem with that, you can eat my butt. Moving on, third down. Um, <laughs> the Saints go marching into Lambeau. Okay. And they will be 3 0 at the end of this game. I'm taking the Saints money line. I'll get to it in my track bets. The Saints, baby. The Saints. Play the cue the fucking bands, cue the jazz music, cue the people showing their titties, shoot, cue the whole thing. I am with it, New Orleans. I love what you're bringing to the table. I don't care that the games are close. I don't care you're giving up garbage touchdowns. Derek Carr's got his eyeliner on. Okay. He <laughs> looks it's like down a, to his chin. It's down to his chin, and he looks like a super villain in a bad, <laughs> in a bad superhero movie. And I always rooted for the villain. And he's got a weird accent. He's he's leaning into the accent now. He's doing this weird more accent thing. Yeah. Uh, when he was in California, he had less of an accent. Now he's down in the bayou. He's got more of an accent. Also happened to the head coach of LSU. That was weird. Um, who's that? Chip Kelly? Absolute dirt weed. Uh, needless to say, our guy is dialed. Okay. Michael Thomas looks excellent. Not super worried about the Williams inju- uh, injury. This is a team that's going to win close games. This is the this is the Detroit Lions in the last half of the 2022 NFL football season. They're just doing it at the first half of this year. I have a futures bet on the Saints. This is a good game for them. Jordan Love is the truth, but this defensive four will take the runaway. And Jordan Love is going to be tested this week like he has not been tested so far in his NFL career. They are ball hawks. They give pressure, and the offense can score. Give me the Saints money line on my third down pick. Moving to fourth down. You, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta interrupt really quick. I will say, even even though even though I took some heat for my uh, my my first in primes, I have to agree with everything that you're saying so far. I'm I'm liking the direction that you're going. The Saints are dialed. The Saints, the Saints are dialed. The Saints are dialed. The Saints are dialed. I also think that Jordan Love will he's gonna get a ton of pressure in the pocket this this game. I think it's, that 
they are dialing up blitz packages that are so unique. Like if you really watch that Panthers game, if you really watched it and you really watch, and I understand it's a rookie quarterback. I understand he's not really used to dealing with stepping up in the pocket. I don't think that Jordan Love is either. The Saints are designed to trap quarterbacks that want to leave the pocket. Yeah. That's how their defense is set up. If you try to leave the pocket on the Saints, they're going to get to you. They're going to hit you. And you're going to have a really fucking hard time throwing on the run because, again, they're secondary or ball hawks. Yeah. With that being said, if Jordan Love steps up, and starts delivering strikes, they are vulnerable over the middle. I will give them that. That is the recipe for success for the Green Bay Packers. I watched that game last night. I had lots of loot on the Saints. Very happy about what happened there. Yeah. I I broke my own rule, tease through zero, got them at plus four. Absolute fucking easy cash. Um, but that that's gonna be one of the games I'm really interested in watching. Uh, in the in in on fourth down, the other game that I'm really interested in watching that I think is going to happen for me, and I believe it will happen for me, and I will believe that they will bounce back, and I will believe that they how they will have an Ashley Pren esque week one to week two journey here. It's it, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. Don't sleep on my boys. They're coming back. I'm still a believer in Jimmy G. I'm. St- Still a believer in the Raiders. And I will not not be a believer in the Raiders. I met a lady tonight that has a Raiders uh, like fan, not tonight, but last weekend. It has like a fan team thing, and they like go and watch games at her above ground pool in Chicopee, Mass. Uh, I'm going to go on Sunday. I'm going to go to her above ground pool in Chicopee, yeah, Mass. And sounds I'm going like to watch the Raiders under her cabana, and I'll be there. Um, and there's no way we lose this game. So if you're wondering if you should bet on the Saints and the Raiders, as you should every week listening to the Betsy pod, the answer is yes. Um, and that's my fourth down play. That's my QB sneak. That's my 82% Tom Brady fucking dive up the middle. It's the Raiders. It's the money line. And I'm taking them and I'm pounding the Raiders money line. You know what time it is, don't you, Ashley? I know what time it is. Best bits. <laughs>It's time for BSBS, and uh, we're going to absolutely get into it right off the rip. We've got some hitters for you. I'm not going to tell you who's giving you what, but I will tell you the plus odds because it's going to entice you, all right? Because you're either here to win money or because you think one of us is hot. Plus 575, plus 155, plus 421, plus 205, plus 386, plus 450, okay? Those are the bets that we're bringing to you. All right. What's your other shitty gambling podcast bring you? Minus 160, snore fest. Go to bed. You're 85. All right. <laughs> Figure it out. It's boring. <laughs> Ashley, let's ping pong this bullshit on best bets this week. You start. I'll finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get into it. So I'm looking at 
the Thursday night game. And I am all in on the 49ers. I'm taking Brock over 251 passing yards. I'm taking a Debo anytime. I'm waiting for him to go on an absolute hot streak this season. I hope he does. New Because I have them. I have him in my fantasy league. And I need him to pop off. So I'm doubling down fantasy and my tracks bets this week. I'm taking Debo anytime TD. I'm taking San Fran money line. And I'm taking the over. I struggled with whether I was going to take the over or the under for this bet. The reason that I am taking the over is only because of the Daniel Jones show, the second half of the Giants-Cardinals game. Now that is to say that there is a chance that the 49ers defense is going to stop the Giants and the over doesn't hit. But on the other side, Niners could just steamroll all day, baby. They Mm -hmm. might hit the over completely on their own. So – Four-way parlay, plus 575. That would be impressive. That would be impressive. And I think what you're doing is you're offering the the listeners an option. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're saying, if you want to take Brock over 251, Debo anytime, and San Francisco Moneyline, you can do that. You can. If you want a spicier meatball, right? If you enjoy a little heat on the tongue, then you can throw the over in for plus 575. I don't want and to put will, words in your mouth, but it sounds like no, that's what you're saying. No, no, no. That's that's correct. And I will say this. the I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, and producer Mike might hop in and fact check me, but I'm pretty sure that the Niners in, in week one hit the over with their scoring alone. So for that reason, mm. I'm going four ways, 575, over. I'm going to work backwards. Over. Niners money line, Debo anytime. Brock, 251 passing yards. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, That's your play. That's your first tracked bet. It's Brock over 251, uh, Debo anytime, San Francisco money line in the total uh, on the over. It's plus 575. I'm going to go right into uh, what I call the double dog dare you parlay. Okay. And I dare you to take two dogs and parlay them together. I'm doing it this I'm doing it this week. I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Saints. I'm putting together on the money line and it's going to come out to 386, all right? Here's why I like this play. You've already heard my fucking monologue about the Saints. Don't need to, don't need to go over that. The Titans are so fucking annoying. they're so annoying and they won't go away and they're also on my live alert because they won't go away and they're fucking annoying and derrick henry is derrick henry and eventually he wears down a defense and when you have to put six in the box you're gonna expose yourself to play action and as much as i hate to admit it ryan Tannehill is a really good play action quarterback he is so uh, so i'm on the titans I'm on the Titans, and obviously I'm on the Saints. And when you put them together and I see that 386 number coming in, that's really hard for me to pass up. That's my first tracked bet. It's a little bit more conservative than the 840 of my last one. But don't you worry. If you want long odds, they're coming up. We'll get Actually, there. number two, number two, who you got? 
Number two, I'm taking the Lions Falcons over parlayed with, with love me. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's easy money right there. Lions Falcons over parlayed with Dolphins money line. Dolphins money line. Plus one, 155, a little more conservative. But yep. if we learned anything from last week, conservative hits. It hits. I hope it hits. Mm. I want to be, I want to be up. I want to be another three for three. So I think this one is easy money. I'm, I'm taking this bet. The only issue I have with this, and we'll get to this later. I don't want to do a spoiler report. The Patriots may have cracked the code on containing Tyree kill and film study is a huge portion of the NFL. Yeah. Because they've got a fucking HD cameras from 12 different angles. Drone and shot. I, yeah, they got it. They got it all over the fucking field. That's going to be interesting moving forward. If if Tyree Kill gets the AJ Brown treatment, as I know mm-hmm. you know because of our fantasy teams. Yeah. And it, it it's as good as he is, he's tameable. And we saw there, that. We saw that. Thing, we saw that. We saw that against New England. We saw that. And I think the teams will take that blueprint and apply it to playing Tyreek Hill. I don't think you're wrong, but I also think Tyreek Hill is the type of player that can adapt to being contained. I don't say that about, about many players. I don't think A.J. Brown is necessarily that type of player, but I think mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill is that That's type fair. of player. So while he could potentially get the same treatment that he got against the pass, he could be contained, he adapts, he's very quick, his football IQ is up there. He's one of, he, I, in my opinion, I think he's got one of the highest football IQs on the field. My number one being Jameis Winston, because we'll get into that at a different time. But I don't think you're wrong. That's insane. That's an insane thing to say. Well, we'll Jameis Winston might have one of the lowest football IQs in the history of the NFL. I, I, have, I have reasons. I have reasons to back it up. We'll get there on a, on a different time. <laughs> Yeah. But, What'd you call it? Pinpoint that. Bookmark that. <laughs> put earmark it. Put a bow on it. Put a bun in it. Put a bun in it. I don't think you're wrong, but I think that he can outsmart. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But DD, second track bet. Let's go. Second track bet. Get your pen and paper out. I don't usually do this, but it's all favorites. It's all favorites. It's all conservative bets. But they're all Mm -hmm. they're all together, and I don't see these teams losing. 49ers, Ravens, Cowboys, Chiefs, Jags, and Bills. I like them all for different reasons. I like the Niners, the Ravens, and the Cowboys because I believe them to be the best teams I've seen in the NFL so far. I like the Chiefs, Jags, and Bills all for the same reason. One and one starts, need to assert dominance, can't go one and two, must win situations for Chiefs, Jags, and Bills against underwhelming opponents. It's a six leg. It's a lot of juice for a little squeeze at plus 205, but I'm willing to take the ride because I want it. What was the first? The first. That you think are the best teams in the NFL? 49ers, Ravens, and Cowboys. Okay. All right. I from what I've seen, 
they look like the most complete teams in the NFL. And I say this because each of these teams have an above average quarterback mm-hmm. and a top 10 defense. I won't and argue to, that. I won't to, argue that. And to be successful in the NFL, if you don't have a top 15 quarterback and a top 10 defense, it is a fucking uphill battle. We've seen that yeah. time and time again. Now, I, I'm not saying I'm ruling these next three out on that. I'm just saying Chiefs, I don't think, have a top 10 defense. So far, Jags have not had a top 10 defense. And the Bills are shaky. They probably have a top 10 defense. Josh Allen is a gunslinger. You never know what you're going to get. Bills aren't playing like they have a top 10 defense. So, Right. But I believe that those three teams will get it done. The Jags are the question mark there. You can take them out if you if you want, but I, I, I'm very confident in this. It's plus 205. It's six teams that should win winning. I've already got my double dog dare you parlay because underdogs always win at some point in the in the in the week, right? So I'm hoping that I pick the right underdogs. I'm hoping that I pick the right favorites. Honestly, I'm hoping it all comes together in some symbiotic kind of fucking universal scenario where like the, the stars align and I find like a little bit of nirvana and like I'm sitting on Sunday eating chocolate cake and winning money and like you know I, I want a picture of that. Yeah, it's like it's kind of what I do. So um that's my two. That's my two. And we're going to Ashley's three. All right. My third, I've got a four game money line parlay for plus four twenty one. I'm taking DD's Saints. Yes. I'm taking I'm taking the Bills. Yes. Taking the Lions. Love the Lions. And I'm taking the Seahawks. The only reason why Pete Carroll's got a hammer. (laughs) It is. It's Pete Carroll. He looks like a little kid that just boofed smelling salts on the sidelines in this past week's game. (laughs) (laughs) If I am a player of a maybe they can, maybe they can't team, I want Pete Carroll's energy on the sidelines. I love we talked him. about it week one. I love him. I do love him. So, so talked in keeping with one. the in keeping with the um, the tone of if you want to drop something off, if you want to add something in, maybe you do without the Seahawks. But I think this is a no brainer. It is plus four twenty one. So maybe Vegas thinks otherwise. But I'm taking this four game parlay. Well, I see no problem with the Saints. I see no problem with the Bills. Obviously, as you've seen in my in my number two. Moneyline parlay here. Mm-hmm. Lions, I'm worried about. Lions, I'm worried about. I'm less worried about the Seahawks. Lions, I'm a little worried about. I didn't love what I saw. And they're just, there's something about the Lions where they haven't learned to win yet. And I don't they're disagree. just like constantly in close games. And we said that I said this week too. The fucking Lions are the cardiac kids. Could they win the game? Absolutely. Yeah. But are, are they going to make you sweat it the whole fucking time? Yeah, they are. So here's the it's thing. It's just what they do. It's just here's what the they do, how they're built. I don't think – so I agree with you, but I sense a similar pattern with the Falcons. I'm not convinced on the Falcons mm-hmm. this season. I know that they've played well so far for the Falcons, but – Ritter looks good. I – 
think that the Lions and the Falcons are in a similar realm. And I don't see the Falcons beating the Lions. I also don't see the Lions getting, I think it's going to be a close game, which is why I took the over. But I don't see the Lions getting beat in a shootout in back-to-back weeks. I know that last season would say otherwise, but I think that they have a shot of energy after that week one. Well, Dan Campbell's on record saying that he drinks uh, three 32-ounce iced coffees every day. He's on record saying that. He's he's he's. So if you do the quick math there, that's ninety six ounces of iced coffee. Um, that's a lot. That's borderline too much. Yeah. Now I don't want to ever you know start to ridicule someone for their substance intake, as I have had uh, roughly ninety six ounces of Knob Creek here during this podcast, but. it's a lot. That's a lot, Dan. That's a lot, Dan. And it makes me wonder if down the stretch, because he doesn't, you never see him with one of the sidelines, right? No. So is he having a caffeine crash in key moments of the game? That's a real that's a legitimate question. Dan, it seems like you have a you have a caffeine dependency. And if you can't get it on the sideline because they won't let you wear a branded Duncan cup. <laughs> are you able to have the things you need to make the right decisions late in the game? And I'm, a, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe he needs a little bit of whatever Pete Carroll's got going on. A huge dong. <laughs> That's genetic, babe. You can't get that at the corner store. All right. I, think they, or, I, I, I think, mean, honestly, I think actually, you can. I, think <laughs> I think you can. I think you can. Certainly marketed for it. I don't know if they work, but I've been trying them per se. Are you sure about that? Um, but <laughs> you know, okay. Moving on. My moving third on. pick. Yep. God damn it. We keep going okay. back to dicks. Um, Titans, Browns, Steelers, Raiders, Niners, Giants, under. Falcons, Lions, Broncos, Dolphins, Bills, Commanders, over. That's a seven-point teaser. It's six ways. I'm going to explain this again. When I say the teams back-to-back, that's the teams that are playing each other. Okay? Titans, Browns, Steelers, Raiders, Niners, Giants, Unders. Falcons, Lions, Broncos, Dolphins, Bills, Commanders, Overs. It's a seven-point, six-way teaser at plus 450. It sounds like a lullaby. I'll say it again for all the kids that want <laughs> for all the parents that want to put their kids to bed. Titans, Browns, Steelers, Raiders, Niners, Giants, Under. Falcons, Lions, Broncos, Dolphins, Bills, Commanders, Overs. It's a six-way, seven-point teaser, plus 450. You're going to be eating good today, babe. Why don't you lay your head down on your pillow, okay? Because this is hitting. It's what I call the three-for-three special. Three unders, three overs. Take it to the bank. Track bets. Track bets. what it is. It's what it fucking is. And you want to know what we do after our tracked bets, don't you? It's my we go to segment. our we go to our goddamn we go to our goddamn football cheat sheet. We go to the cheat sheet. 
So we got that. So we got that going for us. Uh, (laughs) CD's wasted. I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna lead off here. I'm gonna lead off because this is actually true. And depending on your partner's confidence in themselves, they're gonna react really well to this, or they're gonna react really poorly. I'm just gonna uh, get right into it. In quotes, Micah Parsons is a sex machine. (laughs) Okay, the thing that I like about this is that depending on how your partner reacts to this, it's either a red flag or a green flag. If they are threatened by Micah Parsons, you do not want to be with that person. They should be. They should be threatened by that man. But, But you have to have enough confidence to not be threatened in a way that you're also just in awe which is what you mm-hmm. want but mm-hmm. if they're like whoa what if they react weirdly you do not want to be with this person are you telling me you want to bang micah parsons like oh uh, yeah duh you idiot hello yeah he's a sex machine dd said so <laughs> Didi uh says- yeah that's that's the first one that's probably best Honestly, you should you should say that in the group. Is my reverb up? You should say that in the group. <laughs> no, of, I think uh, you might just be slurring your words at this point. <laughs> is that is that what happened? Uh, you say that in a group of all their friends. You're watching football. You're watching a Cowboys game. You say to somebody, "Micah Parsons is a sex machine." <laughs> it's gonna get a reaction. It's gonna get a reaction. You're gonna get a reaction. I, I'm gonna go a little more vanilla with my. Uh, cheat sheet, my first one for the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna dabble across uh, the NCAA. Not NC, yeah, right? NCAA. NCAA, not children. NCAA, NCAA. I'm gonna dabble across college and professional football. Okay. Um, we're we're going across college and professional football, and the line is. If your guy is talking about his favorite NFL team, just hit him with a, I heard the coaching staff is looking at Deion Sanders for next season and see what he says. And I'll tell you why, if you're not following college football, there is a huge, 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 huge spotlight on Deion Sanders football team right now. Hit your man with, you know, I hear their coaching staff is looking at Deion Sanders. The reason that you're going to say coaching staff is because he's never coached in the NFL and if your significant other love interest, if he's rooting for a team that has a legacy proven coach like Andy Reid, like Kyle Shanahan, you're gonna, you're not gonna want to challenge that. But the idea of bringing in a successful, headline-making, badass college football coach into someone's coaching staff lost two toes excited, too. Lost two toes, lost two toes. Oh, I bring that up all the time. All eight, the time. eight toes, eight toes. That's, actually, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reiterate. I'm in this conversation that you're having when you drop the Deion Sanders going to the NFL. Um, drop him with that too. You know he only coaches with eight toes. <laughs> That's even better than the first one. You know Deion only coaches with eight toes. He only coaches with eight toes. But it's and it shows that your interest spans across all football, not just NFL, which will get you far. You can tie it into the turf conversation from earlier, too. I don't know what happened. I'm not saying it was turf town, but he coaches with eight toes. He coaches with eight toes. 
Could have been. No one does. knows. No one's sure. Bonus points for starting rumors, too. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Here's the thing. Let's Can we bring them back? Can we bring rumors back? <laughs> I know they hurt some people and I get that and I'm sorry. They've I've been a victim of them too. They're funny. They're funny. Rumors are funny. You should say them. And you should definitely say them about people in the NFL. Okay? You should. I've been doing it all night. Joe Burrow's got a broke dick. <laughs> it's 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 funny. Okay. It's, it's funny. It's, it's funny. funny to start rumors about professional athletes, and we should all do it more. We should do I've it. I've got another one, and <laughs> this goddamn, and I keep picking on Joe Burrow. <laughs> I, I promise, I promise that this isn't a shot at Joe Burrow. He actually seems like a really nice guy. I'm just connecting the dots here. Joe Burrow got engaged and instantly started sucking at football. True story. Ladies, I'm not blaming you, but it does track. Okay? Got engaged. Was single. Was good. Got engaged. Does suck. You might want to start looking internally at what you're bringing to the table for your guy. Okay? Because right now, in this sample size, not going so well. Or, or you can I'll leave it right there. You can pull the classic Tom Brady and uh, withhold pumps for 72 hours before kickoff. You could withhold pumps. Withhold pumps. If if you need to. <laughs> if you don't, then you probably don't. Now, I what I'd like to know is the last successful multi-Super Bowl winning quarterback that has a wife – that they won Super Bowls with that they're still with. I'd like Patrick to know Mahomes. That. Patrick Mahomes. No, because they just got he just got married. Oh shit, you're right. You're right. I know. They did, they I had know. The, they had I the know. baby. They had the baby. I know I'm right. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I had that lock and loaded right. too. I was like, I'm gonna prove him wrong. Damn. Last last multi-winning Super Bowl quarterback that still has the wife. That they had when they won the Super Bowls. I want to know the answer. Because it's not Tom. Drop it in the comments. Not Tom. Tom's out. And he he equates for quite a few of them. Right? I'm trying to think. So, and I'm not talking about single win quarterbacks, I'm talking about multi win quarterbacks, right? Um, so, like Joe it, Montana? It, it, we don't know. It's Joe. You think Joe's got the same wife he won the Super Bowls with? I doubt it. I don't know. He's Joe's pumping. Joe is pumping. Oh, oh! So they still Dude. have to be married right now. Yeah, he's got it. You have to keep. Oh. You have to keep the. You have to keep the 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 wife that you. And it has won to be quarterback. With. It has to be quarterback. Yeah, duh! It has to be quarterback. It's the most important position. Yeah, no one wow. exactly. Steve gonna, Young, maybe gonna, Steve Young, maybe Steve Young. Is Steve Young a is Steve Young a good guy? I don't know. Hard to tell. <laughs> Really tough to tell. What's your what's your tough what's to tell? Your... All right, my mine's a little softer. My second one's a little softer. Um, it's fun. It gets the people going. It 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 stirs up the combo. It makes your man think that you are a badass bitch that doesn't need a man and can make money off your own bets because you listen to the Betsy's podcast and that's if my bet hits, I'm buying next round. Short, 
sweet, simple, mm-hmm. invites into the conversation. Well, mm-hmm. Oh, well, what bets do you have placed? And then you don't even have to think twice. You're already listening. You just have to place our bets. And you'll come up positive and maybe you'll feel empowered to buy the next round. Now, here's the thing, too. If you don't actually want to buy the next round, fade our action. So whatever we say, do the opposite of and be like, oh, my bet is that uh, this team's going to win this week. Right. And it's what we said. It's not what we said. And then yeah. you'll lose. And then you won't have to buy the next round. Or or take see it what a I'm step saying? further. I see what you're saying. But you can take it a step even further. Bet against each other and loser buy next buys next round. However, mm, you listen to the Betsy's that's podcast. Clean. That's clean. You listen to the Betsy's podcast and you're gonna win. And chances that's are clean. you're gonna you're gonna introduce him to the Betsy's podcast, and then he's gonna like you even more. You wanna know so. what? You just came up with a really good first date concept, which is you go out on football Sunday, you both pick a team, and the loser, and you do it on the spread, and the loser of the bet pays the bill. Wow, I love that. I love that's electric. let's let's do second date because men should always pay on first date. Let's do second date. Good idea for and also you don't want to do your first date on a Sunday or a Monday. Why do you have to go date. to church? When do you do a first date? When do you when do, do you first do a first date? date? Uh I think Friday Tuesdays, night? No, Tuesdays are safe. No, Wednesdays Tuesdays safe. and Wednesdays are for pumping. We've been over this in the group chat. Oh, that's true. Fuck, you're right. That's true. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no but, but, uh, First, no, unless okay. you're going to, unless, unless you've just, unless you're on field and you've discussed <laughs> the terms of the link up. Okay. And that is then fine. Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. Speaking cool. of uh, pumping um, and being committed or not, um, the last quarterback to win multiple Super Bowls and who won their first Super Bowl while married to the same woman that they're currently married to is, this is going to be very obvious when you hear it, Peyton Manning. Oh, oh God oh. damn it. Wait, Peyton mm. got two? I thought he only got one with Denver. No, no he, got he got two. Colts. Yeah, got one with the Colts. Against uh, Rex Grossman. Oh, Grossman. God, yeah. Peyton. Such oh, it was guy. right there. It was right there, you big-headed oh. freak. God and damn then, it. <laughs> and, then, and then there's no one else forever. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone else. Maybe <laughs> literally, he's literally the only one. I mean, I'm just gonna shoot from the hip here, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, is I'm not gonna actually look into is... it. Uh, Roger Staubach probably <laughs> stayed with one woman. Um, <laughs> Eli Manning, another Manning. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That tracks. That tracks. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're good. They're okay, good so it's boys. the Mannings, and then literally no one else. I'm not actually researching this. I'm just like I'm just. Saying out loud, Roger Staubach probably <laughs> wasn't getting married more than once. Maybe, maybe we need the Mannings on this podcast, and we need to discuss what their secret is. And oh, we could definitely use the Mannings on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna reach out. Yeah. I'm just gonna reach out and say, "Listen, boys, we. You, I don't even know if you know this stat, but we'd like to talk about it. <laughs> we'd like to talk about. We'd like to talk about this chat it, about this stat." It, Excuse me, Peyton, Eli, we'd like to talk about this stat. You're the only men alive that have won multiple Super Bowls <laughs> and kept the wife you had when you won them. I'm, I'm going to do in-depth research for this for next week. What's that like for you? <laughs> yeah. 
I'll tell you and who it's Eli, not. Eli just comes back with, don't tell anyone this, but we've been having problems for years. <laughs> Let's do a list of people that it isn't. Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Number Yikes. one. Yeah. Yikes. Number one. Ben, you're out. Tom, you're, you're out. out. <laughs> you're fucking definitely out. Who else? Rogers uh, can't can't keep a fiance. <laughs> also, him. only has one. <laughs> also, only has one. Fuck, I mean, there's I only forget a, he only has one. There's a short list of people that have two. Yeah. So it's I think it's probably only the Manning brothers, which is insane. What good family values they've instilled. Good family values. Well, we've pretty much already done this, um, but I guess it's time to get to the live alert. And there's Wow, that, that does not get quieter week over week. It's louder every time, to be fair. It does. And it feels, it, it honestly feels better every time. It's the live alert. Last week, we didn't have a ton going on. Um, so for my three picks, the Ravens never trailed in the game, so we never got them uh, where we wanted to get them. The Chiefs' highest line was plus one and a half. And the Broncos suck, so I did pound them at uh, plus 205. But they lost because they suck, and they're stupid. And I'll literally never bet on them again. Mark my words. Look me dead in my eyes. I will never bet on the Broncos again. Now, leading into this week, I have a few things that I really like before we recap Prens from last week. I don't want her doubling down on my shit. She needs to pick her own. <laughs> Titans money line. If it gets to plus 200, I'm going to obliterate the line. Titans are a comeback team. They've done it time and time again. They did it last year. They're doing it this year again. They can run the ball. They can throw play action. They're very, very solid. Tannehill's a game manager. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes. Strip sack fumble is what will cost you a game in that scenario, but I do believe that they have that Titans offense under control with a really solid defense. Titans plus 200. If I see it at any point in that game, I'm firing. Saints plus 200. If I see it at any point in that game, I'm firing. Derek Carr doesn't suck. I don't have him on my fantasy team. I'm not going to change my fantasy team name to Derek Carr sucks. The Saints are going to win close games. I said it before in this podcast. I'll say it again. They are the Detroit Lions of the second half of last year. That's just what it is. They're they're sucking ass of last year. (laughs) And that's that's exactly what I said. The Saints money line plus 200. I'm taking the Pats two ways. Give me the Pats money line at plus odds. Anything plus odds. And give me the plat. God damn it! And give me the Pats. Give me the Pats money line at anything plus odds. And give me the Pats plus three and a half at any point in the game. I'm taking both of them, and I'm pounding that line. It's a must win for the Patriots. 
We have to have it. They will win that game. Belichick doesn't lose to the Jets with a MILF Hunter quarterback. Pran, it's on to you. All right. So my live alerts from last week, uh, the hedge didn't need it. Didn't work. Uh, Bucks got it done. Justin Fields, shit the bed. So um, say that again. He stinks. Oh, he stinks. Yeah. Louder for the people in the back. He's, We'll get to that next week. I, I'm going to have a big, a big Justin Fields talking point after week three recap. But didn't didn't need to hedge our bet, so didn't hammer in the live alert for that one. Cardinals, however, did cover the spread, even though they lost. They lost by three. The spread was three and a half. So if you hammered the Cardinals' um, spread, you cashed out. Broncos country. We're not riding. We're we're out on the Broncos. Do not bet on the Broncos. Russell Wilson will not be with this team next year. Sean Payton will probably get a brand new set of veneers, even more hair plugs, and be back on some show pretending like he gives a shit, not commenting on live football. Um, this week, going into this week, I'm going to take the Giants to cover the spread. So – Taking a little step back from DD's approach, I, when I'm monitoring my live bets, I'm not looking at the line per se. I'm just not, when I say the line, I mean, well, that's not a good thing. Well, okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. I'm, I have a, I have a different approach. I have a different approach when it comes to live betting than DD. I'm watching the momentum of the game rather than, hitting when an exact line comes into play. For example, if you watch the Giants, if you watch the Giants Cardinals game, um it looked like the Giants were going to get kicked out of the NFL altogether. It was an abysmal relegated. start. They call that being relegated. It was an abysmal start for that game. But slowly the Giants gained momentum back. It's that kind of behavior that I'm paying attention to when I'm looking at the lines for live betting. With that being said, for the Giants specifically, I'm looking at the Giants to cover the spread if they start to pull the same voodoo shit that they did last week. Even though it's against the Niners, I don't think they're going to win. But let's monitor the spread. Let's Mm-mm. see if they get close. I don't know that they will, but I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the momentum shifts, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to observe. Um, I think the Ravens are coming up on a loss again. I know I mentioned this before, but back to the goddamn Ravens. I know, I know. Last week it was the Bucks. This week they are going to empty your pockets. Well, th- this is why. This is why they my are strategy empty, for the Ravens are going to empty your pockets. This is why. This is why Pren's live betting strategy is all about momentum. And if the Ravens okay. have the momentum, I'm going to hedge again against my bet, my previous breaths. breaths. I'm going to hedge again against my previous bets, and I'm going to take the Ravens' money line. Um, Steelers, Raiders, I, I put in my notes that I couldn't wait to hear what, what D.D. had to say about this one. This is Raiders. another game. This Raiders, is another game. Raiders, Raiders. I'll be at a middle-aged woman's above-ground pool in Chicopee, Mass. Okay? If, Do we get her as a guest next If week? that's is not enough... On? I'm going to the Rail Trail Ale House, and then I'm going to Tricopee, Mass. Okay, 
If that's not enough to get you guys on the Raiders, I don't know what is. I got a Jerry Porter jersey. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. I couldn't wait to hear what DD has to say, and he just said it. So <laughs> this is another game that I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the momentum, and uh, I'm going to see what makes sense. I'm going to see what makes sense. I have learned better than to consistently bet against Mike Tomlin. Do I think Kenny Pickett's the guy? No. Morgan Wallen looking ass. No, I do not. Wow. But but let's see what happens. Let's let's monitor. Let's feel the momentum. I want to go over one thing real quickly. Do you think that <laughs> so hold on the live alert for stealing this? Kenny Pickett Raiders. has a Morgan Wallen looking ass, or do you Have think you ever... he looks like Morgan Wallen? Is it no, specifically no. cheeks or is it the whole it's the whole thing? No, you you know, you know the saying like like blank looking ass it's like supposed to be an insult like you look like someone but right like but hold on life. is it but it's not talking specifically about their cheeks no 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 no. it's just like they're overall like it's okay so you don't think that kenny pickett and morgan wallen's asses look the same i don't know what morgan wallen's ass looks like and i don't care enough enough about because kenny i pickett honestly i think you're i think you're right i think they're probably <laughs> very similar more if importantly, I, looking why? at those boys, I think they probably have very similar cheeks. <laughs> Cheek more, alert. Importantly, more importantly, I just want to underline the live alert from you, Ashley, for Pittsburgh Raiders is let's watch and see what happens. <laughs> you know, could, could go either way. Just yeah. feel it out. Anything you do. That's not the live alert. <laughs> That is not the point. Okay, of okay. Let, there let, is let a game happening. Let me say this. Let me say this. I wrote this. I wrote this. I wrote this on the plane last night, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see what Dee has to say about this." And then I never revisited yeah. it, and I was trying to right. play it off. Okay. So okay. Let, so let me, just let me for make the a decision. Record, let me make a decision. As decision. as as Mike has pointed out, you think that Kenny Pickett and Morgan Wallen have similar cheeks, and you want to watch the game. <laughs> That's that's where listen, we're at. Listen, it doesn't. And it that's doesn't Ashley have to make Brand's sense. Live alert for week three. It doesn't have to make sense. You just have to like it. No, but you I have like to it. make money. You got to get our taglines right. At <laughs> no, least. no, no. Okay, it doesn't let have me, to make sense. It, it only has to make money. Actually, I'll take a page out of Dee's book. If do it Raiders, or don't. If the Raiders go above plus two hundred, I'm hammering no. it in. The only reason they're not. Thinking, a hard stance on this game is because it is going to be a close one. I do think it's going to be a close game, but if the Raiders go above Raiders money line above 200 hammering Raiders money line. Raiders. Money line. Not I've to be confused really, with my earlier take of let's see what happens. <laughs> I've been really truly using the microphone to my advantage tonight and i'm about to do it again because it's time for girl dinner girl dinner girl dinner bed on the week i'm half in the bag and it's perfect because this is pretty much when the girl dinner bets hit the strongest. I've lost my inhibition. I've thrown it to the wind. 
Uh, I want to feel the rain on my skin. Okay. Uh, Natalie and Bruglia, I believe. Uh, Natasha Benningfield, but close. Natasha Benningfield. <laughs> Natasha Benningfield? Benning. Are you kidding? But Betting. for these purposes, betting field. Yeah. Natasha betting field. Feel the rain on my skin. This is Girl Dinner Bet, and we're about to get into it right now. You want to start or you want me to get into this? Um, I would like to start because it's crazy. And all right, let me hit you with it. Let me hit you with the intro then, though. Okay, okay. No one else can do it for you. Only you can let it in. No one else, no one else can feel the rain on your skin. Natasha. Girl dinner bet. <laughs> All right. Girl dinner bet. Ashley Prent. I know this is crazy. I know it's nuts. We've said it before. We'll say it again. It doesn't have really? to make sense. You just have to like it. Oh, God damn it. We have ta- we have rivaling taglines. <laughs> but girls in her bet, it doesn't have to make sense. You just have to like, oh, and, and, okay. It doesn't have to make sense. You just have to make money. Thank you. So, way better. It's way this better. One, this one, this one, it's a gamble. It's a toss up. And I'm going to set it up before I tell you guys what it is because it's crazy. I know it's crazy. Um, okay. I am taking, I am taking. Bears money line against the Chiefs or plus 500. Girl dinner bets, mm. usually we go wild with some crazy parlays. Mm. It'll get you in the plus 500s or upward, upwards. I'm going with the Bears and I will tell you why. With Chris Jones being back on the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey playing again, they should have scored a lot more than 17 points in this past game. And the Chiefs, we see season and season again. They have a couple slip-ups where it's like, what the hell just happened? And they lose to teams that they shouldn't lose to. Week one is an example. The Lions are good. They should not have lost to the Lions. Um, We see this time and time again. I don't think that the Chiefs have gotten the championship momentum yet that we are used to seeing. Mm -hmm. I think that Justin Fields is a fucking just moron moron but when he gets going he was a fantasy favorite last year he was getting 30 plus points points every week i think the bears have set him up for failure i am sticking by that but as a player i believe in justin fields and i feel a little tingle about this bet i don't know what it is but i'm taking it and i like it and that is my girl dinner bet so i'm taking the bears money line against the plus 500 she feels a little tingle quick interjection (laughs) And that, and that is gonna, that's going to bring us <laughs> to my girl dinner bet. Week three uh, of last year, quick point. Week three of last year, Colts, Chiefs, exact same spot. Slightly different because I think the Colts defense was a little bit better. But I clearly remember this because it was in everybody's money line parlay. People were just thrown in the Chiefs. Yep. Throwing them in teases, throwing them into everything. And the fucking Matt Ryan-led Colts upset the Chiefs as five-and-a-half-point dogs. What is it this week? Nine-and-a-half? Eleven-and-a-half? I think it might be 11. Uh, I think it's 13-and-a-half. 
Yeah, so double, double. And this Bears defense is not the Colts defense of last year. But, you know, crazier things have happened. It is still Crazier things have happened. The, the essence of the girl dinner bet is it is supposed to be crazy. And this is crazy. Crazy enough that it just might work. Crazy. Oh, you're crazy, girl. <laughs> that was, that was, that sounded just like the sound. You're crazy. Um, I know you guys have been listening this, to this entire podcast because why wouldn't you? At what point would you listen to this and say, you want to know what I'm going to turn it on? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You would never do that. So you've seen me say time and time and time again, I will not bet on the Broncos. Well, you want to know what? He texted me at the right time because I've had a few drinks, baby. And I'm looking at that Broncos money line plus 250. And it's 3.30 in the morning and I'm lonely. I'm lonely. <laughs> and I want to cuddle. And I think Russell's going to be there for me. I think it'll be different this time. I think it'll be different this time. I really do. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what I said to you. I know what I said to you. Forget all that. Be nice to him at brunch. Be nice to him. Because I'm because he's coming. Because he's coming to brunch. And be nice to him. Forget about everything I said. Forget about everything that he did to me. Forget about the tears I shed. He's interested again in me. And I'm interested in him again. And you are my friend. And you have to believe what I say. And if you don't, you're a bitch and I hate you. So... I'm going back to my toxic ex, okay? And I'm betting on the Broncos, on the money line against Miami at plus 250. I'm doubling down for all the ladies, for all the ladies that have given that guy one more shot, okay? And I promise you after this, I promise you all, after this, no more. But maybe he's going to be, maybe he'll be a good boy this time. Maybe, maybe. but probably not. You never know. Girl, you never I'm not going to do it. You know that, that TikTok sound? You I'm not going to do it. I was thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. I did it. He did it. He took the Broncos <laughs> body line. I did it. I'm not yeah. going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm doing it. I literally did it. <laughs> I'm taking the Broncos money line. I'm taking the Broncos money line plus 250 on my girl dinner bet. Because we keep going back to the well now, don't we, ladies? And you want to know what? One of these times, he's going to come correct. Let's go, Russell. Come on, baby. Come on. I know you need it. I know I need it. Here's, here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to recap our bets. We're going to recap our bets, our bets. Best bets are best bots, right? We're going to recap our best bots for week three, and this is what they are. For Ashley Prent, it's Brock over 251 passing yards, Debo anytime touchdown, San Francisco money line in an optional San Francisco game total over. We're also looking at the Lions-Falcons over with the Dolphins money line. In a four-game parlay, 
all money lines, Saints, Bills, Lions, Seahawks. That's coming in at 421. You might want to touch that spicy meat. <laughs> Dee's bets. Titans, Saints, double dog dare you. Money line parlay at plus 386. Then I've got the Ravens. I've got the Niners. I've got the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Jags, the Bills in a money line parlay at plus 205. And I've got a ridiculous six ways, seven point teaser coming in at plus 450. I got the Titans, Browns under, Steelers, Raiders under. 49ers, Giants, under. Falcons, Lions, over. Broncos, Dolphins, over. Bills, Commanders, over. Okay? Replay. Take it back to the well. It's plus 450. You're going to want to be on that one because it's going to hit. Week two didn't go so good for your boy. Turns out I'm down five unitos, okay? That's uh, Spanish for units. It actually isn't, but it is on this podcast. I'm down five units from last week. That's minus $500. Didi's season ledger is plus six and a half units. I am plus 650 on the football season, the NFL football season so far. Let's move on to Pren. I'll recap mine. All right, guys, for this week, I finally got my first win. Not one, not two, but four. I'm up 4.385 units for a whopping $438.50 for this week. I'm still in the negative, but we're about to break even. We're going to break even this week. So stick with me. I'll take you places. Minus $61.50. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. The season is young. There's only room to grow. We're going up from here. We are young. What's that song? <laughs> I don't know. That could be like that 60 million different songs. We've all. Love is a battlefield. That's Love weird. is a battlefield. <laughs> that two songs mixed together. Three or four, to be fair. I am Devin Walker. And I'm Ashley Friend. And you all are wonderful. Thanks for listening to Betsy's podcast. We'll see you next week.